Hello, everybody. It is. Hello. <laughs> it is nice to be back with another episode of Truth, Justice on the podcast. Another interview. Uh, I really like doing these interviews. Obviously, if you guys have been noticing the trend, I've been doing lots of interviews uh, for the podcast, save for the bonus episode that was uploaded. Um, Jeez, on May 3rd, uh, because that was uh, uh, an episode from another podcast, the sister podcast of Truth, Justice, and the podcast, Couple Critique. Um, I just wanted to share that with you guys and hopefully inspire you guys to go over there and listen to some episodes as that podcast is moving in a new, interesting direction. So we're hoping that can be... uh, Maybe something else for you guys to listen to in the absence of these episodes. But today, I have another guest with me. Somebody who's been on this podcast before. Somebody who I'm glad to have back on again. Nasreen Musa. Hello. Nasreen, you can introduce yourself. What do you do? What do you like to do? Who are you? So these people Um, can know (laughs) all the various things you do. (laughs) I don't do very much these days. (laughs) Um, None of us are. Well, I'm currently in school finishing up my associates with psychology, but I'm going to be switching tracks next year and going um, as an art student. Nice. So I'm in the process of rearranging all that stuff. <laughs> um, I'm very big on photography, as you've seen before, the other episode that we did over Christmas break. Yes. I don't know. I'm never very good at introducing myself. Like, like, what is there really? I don't know. I never know what to say. You're a photographer. You're a podcaster. You are... Uh, a writer. You're a college student. You do many things. It's nice to have you on. It's nice to be on. Nah. <laughs> as awkward as I am. Uh, so, uh, today I figured I'd, I'd have you on because I've been interviewing a lot of people about mostly people who I know who do creative things uh, because I'm a creative person. I'd like to think maybe on good days. And, I would um, say so. <laughs> when I'm like not in bed, and um, <laughs> but no, and I, I really like talking to other creatives about what they do and what they like to do, um, and just where they're going and the tracks that they're going. And I think this is a very interesting time right now for creatives because we're all locked inside, and some of our creativity requires us to leave uh, the, the 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 door that the. the our homes the, the building uh, <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, leave our homes thing is making that difficult yes it's been very difficult so I figured you know like hey be quiet Celeste oh my goodness I give the creatives I know a chance to come on to here and talk about things that they love to do hopefully get their name out there and um, yeah so Nesreen my yes. wonderful wonderful guest 
what okay so I know you're a photographer and I know that going out and taking photos is like a really big thing <laughs> for photographers um yeah. It's something that we think. Yes, it's the main thing, especially with you, because you do take a lot of outdoor pictures. Um, and I don't know. I just how is the quarantine and being stuck inside for most of the time? How has that sort of affected your sort of normal creative, you know, outflow of stuff that you do uh, for usually? I mean kind of put things on a hold because the main type of photography that I tend to do usually involves being outdoors in nature and there's only so many places you can go right now and the other type I do is people you know I like to photograph the other humans that I'm spending time with and I can't it's literally not legal to go spend time with people right now so no you can spend time with people I know, I'm exaggerating. Yeah. Just better make sure you wear a mask by Wednesday because you can't. It's illegal in Massachusetts to not wear a mask by Wednesday. Is it really? Yeah. You um, can you can you can end up with a fine by when on uh from Wednesday onward if you're not if you're outside and you're not wearing a mask. Dang it, Eduardo, you better start wearing one. I know, right? I think I have one somewhere. Just like wrap a bandana around your face or something. <laughs> I'm gonna. Piece of cloth. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna order a plague doctor outfit from Amazon. Yes, with the really long nose. Yes, with the beak, with the bird beak. Shove some flowers in there. Those people were savages. Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, so I imagine. Yeah, it's, it's been making it difficult. Yeah. Have you? But it's, oh, I'm sorry. You can continue. <laughs> on the other, on the flip side, though, it's like I do have a lot of old photos I have too many old photos that I've taken so it has given me a chance to work on editing practicing that that's good so in place of one skill you are developing another yes that's what I'm trying to do anyways um well that's really so I know that I don't want to do nothing yeah nobody wants to do nothing and I know that you know I know that you love taking photos. So, like, have you, you know, since being inside, have you, like, been taking any new photos, though, and, like, doing anything with that? Maybe challenging yourself in a way to make sure that you are sort of staying created within the bounds of your home? Well, I have been taking a lot of photos around the house and out the window, but I also was given a black and white quarantine challenge and I've been working on that to take five pictures of what everyday quarantine life is like and then edit them to look like black and white old photojournalism pictures so that's what I'm currently trying to do I think I have three out of five done so far that's pretty good that's pretty mm -hmm. good how long have you been working on that a couple weeks <laughs> <laughs> I kept it I would take them and I'm like oh this is such a great picture and then I'd open up the whatever I was using to edit it that day and I'd be like you know what this is trash never mind I'm gonna do it again tomorrow <laughs> this is trash it's just, I am <laughs> man sometimes you just look at something and you're like this is not 
good. I don't like this at all. I have to restart completely. I feel you. I've I've definitely done that before. Because if you see something wrong with it and you don't like it, it's so hard to keep going anyways, especially when you have other ideas on how to do it better. Exactly. It's it's like really annoying. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting there. Well, that's good. Um with this quarantine, one of the things me and uh, Zach Gaero touched on on in the last episode was we talked about how the quarantine, while um, unfortunate and uh, troubling to creatives like ourselves, um, it's providing, though, us a lot more free time than we've ever had before especially because it's cutting out the amount of time that we spend just traveling places and not creating. And That's a good point. Yeah, and in doing that, we've freed up a lot more time in our day to actually like focus and work on the our, you know, creative goals, right? And things that we want to do not just creative goals but business goals for many of us, right? Because for a lot of us being creative is what we just want to do as a living. Uh, I know that's definitely the position I am in. I'm sure that you are in that position as well. Um, Yes. Yeah. And so with all this extra time, I think it's been a very good opportunity for many people to just sort of hone their skills and work on other projects and sort of like create goals for themselves for what they want to have accomplished by the time this is all over and normal life can restart again. And my question for you is what is that looking like for you for the end of the, by the end of the quarantine, what do you want to have learned? What do you want to have had accomplished? Uh, you know, what, what do you want to come away with this, uh, with essentially? That's a good question. Let's see. Well, we do. I agree that right now we all have probably more free time than we sometimes know what to do with. And it can be kind of intimidating to have the entire day ahead of you. Just like, how am I going to fill this time? What am I going to do with it? And I think I have different categories of creative things that I'm trying to spend my time with. Like there are creative things that I want to eventually or hopefully develop into a career. And then there are creative things where it's just more like hobbies, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I have been trying to stay on top of the photography and the writing because that those are the two main things that I do. But I've also been trying to pick up other skills that I can do in between when I need to recharge like I've been sewing more and I recently picked up crocheting which is like knitting but easier hmm and yes that's been the kind ancient of fun. Chinese art of crotchet <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it, it's it's really fun you get to practice all different sorts of stitching and you can make all you can make lots of different things with it. People make little animals. Like, they make little stuffed animals out of it, which is really cute. Aww. That's adorable. So I've just been... Yeah, I saw, like, this video on how to make a little whale, and I really want to try that because it looks adorable. Aww. So, I've been trying to 
learn something new, something to keep me occupied. And it's nice. It's something that you can, like, keeps your hands busy, but it also lets you focus on other things around you. So it's like a breather, kind of, if you're getting stressed from other things. So I guess you'd say one of your goals is to advance your hobby of crocheting, to be a better crocheter. Yeah, I think I think it can be very easy to get focused on like, okay, this is the big end goal, which in my case is like writing and photography, but it can get tiring just working on that over and over and over again because eventually you burn out. So at least this is something that I can take a break with that is still creative. That's cool. So I've been focusing on that, but I think another goal would be to actually write something and finish it. Hmm. It's a big issue with writers. I know that issue. Yeah, I feel like ever since this started, I've, I've begun all these story ideas, and I have like little bits and pieces scattered all over the place, but I haven't actually sat down and finished the story yet. So I want to, once school is over, that's kind of what I want to focus on, is getting something finished. Well, that'll be interesting. I definitely like to read whatever it is that you do. Yeah, the, the dreaded first draft of something. First drafts it's were like always... the hardest part. It is always the hardest. I mean, I wrote a... I mean, you know this. Like, I wrote a feature-length script last year. And that was, like, some of the most, like, intense level of commitment <laughs> that I've ever had to something in my entire life. And it was so tiring sometimes. <laughs> it is. It can, it can be hard just getting the words on the paper. And a lot of times it's like, a lot of times it's crazy because you find yourself in like a good like mode and you're like swinging through it, right? Because you're like in the zone for it and like you're feeling it. And what's hard to do is to continue doing it once you've kind of once the like kind of hype you have built around it has like subsided and right, that like strength it takes to push yourself to keep going exactly that's one of the hardest things I've ever had about writing it's it is 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 just the idea that it's it's just like the keep the keeping going because when you first come up with an idea you're really excited about it you're like oh and oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh it's gonna be great and, and I'm so excited to write this and that's good but it's like it's seeing but once you like get through like that first week that you've written right and you're still not done especially if it's a, if it's like a longer thing or sometimes it's even the first day or three days right and then after that like you're like you're still excited about this idea. But like all that, like that emo- that like dopamine level of high that you were getting from thinking about it, the first time is like subsided now. So it's like okay, I have to figure out how to push through that, so I can make sure that I finish this. Exactly. Because otherwise, you just you stop like halfway through, and it just sits there, and nothing ever happens with it. Exactly. I've recently started writing something new and like I'm working on a couple short scripts. One of them I'm working on with you uh, and then I'm working on another one on my own. But I recently started writing what I'm hoping to be my next feature script. And Mm -hmm. 
I took a little break for school, and now I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm in the place where I'm like, okay, Eduardo, you gotta like sad, like saddle up and like get back in it and start writing again because you don't want to like, you don't want to like lose that momentum, right? Exactly. You want to keep gaining momentum. Losing the momentum is like the worst thing ever when it comes to writing, because writing is not easy. It's hard. Writing is hard. And it's very hard. I think I think a lot of people think it's just it comes so easily. Like you can just make up words on the spot and put it on paper, and it's like it doesn't work like that. No, it it's very much a, a constant sort of writing. I feel like more so than most other creative things is a lot harder because it takes a lot more time to do. And you are like constantly battling yourself every single letter of every word of every line to not stop <laughs> and to make sure that you are like it, it's exhausting because you're continually thinking about where things are going to go, how things are going to play out. What's a better way to write something? What's a better way a character can say this? Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like editing a video. Right. Like when I like I like a lot of what I do that's creative is video editing. And that can be hard when it's a long edit that you've been working on for like multiple days or weeks or months. Sometimes I've been in edits like that where I've been working on them for months. And that has always been like one of the hardest things about editing like that is your, your, is that you're 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 trying to make sure like everything makes sense so you're continually adjusting things but again that's still not even a one for one to writing because when you're editing you know what the story is for the most part unless you've been like making something that you like while you're making it you're figuring it out right but for the most part you know what the story's supposed to be when you're in the edit so you're all so you're all working toward so you're always working towards what is the goal you're right when you're writing you're writing you're writing what hasn't even happened yet you're creating an entire world sentence by sentence as you're doing it exactly and that can be very frustrating and very challenging for a lot of people i know it's definitely a challenging thing for me and as somebody who wants to write and direct movies, I know writing is probably my least favorite part of the entire process, but it's like also the most necessary part because I also know that I don't think I would be able to direct something that somebody else wrote like on their own. Like I have no desire to do that because I feel like the person who wrote that is the closest to it and knows the most about how that should be on screen. Right. But for me, I'm like, when I write, I want to, when I'm writing, I want to make sure, like, I have, I want to have the complete control because only I can really bring something that I wrote fully to life, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, writing is hard, moral of the story. <laughs> School can be such a great way to stop yourself from writing because right when you're in, like, the, right when you're, Right when you're on a roll and everything's flowing and you're not having any writer's block and you're like you're making pages and pages in the school, school will get in the way and it'll mess everything up. And it's the worst. 
Yeah, and it's not like you can just say, okay, school, hang on a minute. No. It's like you have to sacrifice the writing to finish school, and it's so annoying. Exactly. And we're in, like, the, 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 like, the breakneck part of school where it's, like, all about the, like, getting everything in on time, and it's all a bunch of huge assignments now. Yeah, and you got final exams to study for or last-minute papers to turn in, and your brain is just consumed with schoolwork. Exactly, and then and then there's no room in there for writing. No, and it's like, and then it's when, and then when you're like not doing the schoolwork, you're like just tired and exhausted from it. Exactly, and that's like a really hard thing to overcome. I know, like, like when I've been writing during the school year, like that's not an easy thing to do. Um, because your brain is caught up in so many other things and you're keeping a schedule with what you have to do. And like, you're thinking about like all the homework that you have to do at the same time, but at the same time, you're also like spending a lot of time thinking about how, how you're going to make the story work. Right. Like I had written, Mm -hmm. I had written a short film, uh, last semester that I was in the middle of filming when the whole lockdown happened. So it's basically not happening. Um, and that was like such a hard um i as even though it was a short script it was only something like 22 or 23 pages maybe maybe a little bit more that was like that was a hard 20 something pages to get through because i had to find time to make it happen every time i i was have i would have to like create i'd have to do the impossible and create more time in my day <laughs> to make sure that i could write this and not be fully exhausted when i was writing it yeah it's it, it's a really difficult thing to balance the two yeah so but yeah once school's over i think i just i just want to write as much as I can because I used to be all I ever did I would like just constantly be writing and I when I wasn't writing I was daydreaming new plot lines or new character interactions I would carry a notebook around with me everywhere like I think in eighth grade I just I was constantly writing I had a notebook when I would go to the store and I'd be walking around and when my mom would pause to look at something in an aisle I would like prop the notebook up on the aisle and I would be like scribbling notes and stuff like, I was, like, obsessed. It was nonstop. That's one of the great mysteries of being a child is the amount of time you're able to put into things. And when you're an adult, you're like, how did I ever do that? I know. Like, I think about all the things I wrote when I was, like, in high school and finished. And I was literally like, how did I do any of that? How did I, I write just, so much? <laughs> it was just less distractions. See, I don't even know if it's less distractions. I wonder if it's just more energy because you're a kid. Maybe. You know what? Because I feel like I've had an equal amount of distractions in my life since, like, being in high school, right? At school, Mm -hmm. the relationships in my life, and I don't know, other things. I guess, like, when I was out of high school, I had a job, too, so that was something. Okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe it is distractions, because I'm also like, dang, I didn't have two podcasts back then. I didn't have, I didn't have like 800. But but that was the other thing. I watched so much back then too. Like I watched so much. Like 
so much. And I would pay attention, too. It, it blows my mind how bad my attention span when watching movies has been. Really? Since, like, leaving high... It's terrible. It's hard to not grab my phone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's probably another part. I don't think we had this much technology when we were a kid. Like, it was starting, but I don't think we used it as much. No, I definitely did not use my phone as much when I was writing and stuff like that. Back then. Man, I would straight up ignore people. I, like, did not care. Now I, like, I see, I go, oh, my gosh, this is important. <laughs> like, no matter yeah. who it is I'm talking to, I feel the same way. Oh, my gosh, this is important. <laughs> It's like, most no. of the time it's probably like not even the case but it's just a habit exactly. something we're like oh gotta do this exactly when really if you wait a few hours to respond it's probably not gonna be the end of the world no definitely that's something I have to get better at. I have to get better at two things not using my phone when I watch stuff and just focusing on something and not touching my phone when I'm doing something else yeah those are two things I definitely and I think a lot of it comes from like you build up a habit by being bored <laughs> doing other things that you don't like yeah and then you're just like oh let me go on my like being in class and being on your phone it's like synonymous with each other there's two things you naturally do if you're not a fan of the class that you're especially now where you're just on zoom the whole time yeah i've never not been on my phone during a class during a zoom class no i've been on my phone i've been like watching stuff in like another tab on the internet I've like I've done like projects and stuff like that on the side. I've like done Photoshop and other things like while I've been in class before with the Zoom thing. Even even before Zoom, I was doing stuff like that. Before yeah. Zoom, I would be in the back of the class like on Lightroom editing pictures that I was work that I had shot. Especially when you do not care about the class at all. You're like, all right, I have to show up so that my grade doesn't drop, but I really am not going to be participating. Honestly. So, bigger question. As I yawn. What have, what are, what are, what are sort of some of the things that you've been doing to work on your goals? Not only for during the quarantine, but also in a post-quarantine world, and even for, like, what your ultimate end game for life has been, what has kind of been the things that you've been working on over the past couple of years since knowing what you want to do? And just, you know, what what has that been like, working towards a goal like that? I think a lot of it has been trying to learn as much as I can especially when it comes to photography, because, I mean, there's there's so much information out there about the cameras and the lenses and how to take the best picture that you possibly can. And then you move into editing, and there's so much software to learn, like Lightroom and Photoshop. I just started using Photoshop this school year, and it was really, really fun to take the class at school and learn how to do all these tool they learn how to use all these tools that I didn't even know existed I think like the day we used how to learn we learned how to use the cloning tool in class I was like 
so fascinating because you could just cover something up and it's disappeared it's gone and it's like so stupid because so many people already know how to do this but it was so like new i was like wow you can do this and you can do this and i would be in the library until like nine o'clock at night practicing photoshop hey man sometimes that's what you gotta do (laughs) yeah and now especially during quarantine since i don't i don't have access to photoshop or anything really like i don't have any of the programs here except lightroom i can practice with that on my computer um so i think right now i'm just trying to take in as much information as i can and so that way when i can use this knowledge again i'll be ready i can go out and i can be like okay i want to do this and i can actually somehow somewhat know what i'm doing yeah there's some great like chant youtube youtube is the greatest invention i think of our time because never in one moment in history has all the information been so accessible and so easy to take in right yeah i hate reading it's like my biggest downfall in life is that i cannot read anything that's not a news article (laughs) Mm-hmm. News articles are like the only thing that are ever able to keep my attention. I don't know yeah. why that is, but that's just how it is. And like reading books is hard and reading manuals is hard. And I hate reading manuals too because like when they give you the images, like it can get confusing because you're thinking about how you get from one image to the next image sometimes. And that's hard. That's hard especially with video editing. Um, cause they can show you the tools and they can tell you what to click, but like, it's different when you see it happen on somebody else's window. And that's one of like the greatest things about YouTube. It's like, Oh, now you can just see what people are doing in real time, how that works and what that looks like. Exactly. It makes it so much simpler. If you want some really good, uh, resources for learning photo editing, or video editing because I know you you've made some videos which is very interesting and nice. One video. Uh, one video. No, you've made more, haven't you? I I guess technically I've made three question mark, but the oh, the third one was the only one actually worth watching. <laughs> Cuz the first two was just me learning how to use Premiere and how to make it, you know, put together. Well, great. Okay. I'm going to recommend you some amazing channels on YouTube that'll help you learn everything you need to know about photography, photo editing, and video all at the same time. Wow. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Have a pen ready. Peter McKinnon, Sarah Dietschy, and I forgot what the third one was. Oh, Lizzie Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful. Sarah Dietschy, Peter McKinnon, and Lizzie Pierce. Okay. Those are the three best channels that I've come across when it comes to wanting to learn how to just be better at a, uh, how to be better at all of those things and learn also about the tools themselves, right? Learn about cameras, learn about lenses, learn about why certain things are better than other things, what things do to other things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
I've learned a lot by watching those three channels, especially Sarah Dietschy and Peter McKinnon. And Peter McKinnon has a really awesome thing because he'll do like tutorial videos for Lightroom, Photoshop, Adobe Premiere and After Effects and stuff like that. So those are always, and they're very entertaining. So it makes consuming it a lot easier than just watching somebody go, okay, and step one is, it's better than listening to the Khan Academy Indian guy. Oh my goodness. Uh, that man helped so many people. He really did. That man's so many an, people graduated because of him. That man's a gosh dang American hero, let me tell you. Yep, he deserves an award. He does. He needs a, he needs a Nobel Prize. The Nobel Peace Prize for stopping so many t- t- horrific school violence incidents from kids freaking out about not being able to pass math class. He's just so hard to understand sometimes. Honestly, I hate math. Yeah, watching you go through statistics was rough. That was easily one of the worst things I've ever had to do in my life. Yeah. That's t- and I got a D plus. I have never been a below B student. Dang, wow. Never. I've never gotten below a B in anything. Statistics just killed your record. Statistics ruined my record since high school. High school, man, if I got a, if I didn't get like honor roll or whatever, it was because I got a C in something like Spanish, right? (laughs) Maybe some math math has always been the thing oh shoot i dropped the phone math has always been the thing that has held me back yeah but like man i was like dean's list every semester at neko <laughs> i that one class that one class ruined it in the in the final semester <laughs> yeah right before you left right before i left they were like psych not today it's like it felt like and you know what I felt when I was doing that class. Have you ever seen that video where it's like the African guy on the news and he's like, There's a saying you give a man a fish and he eat for a day. You teach a you teach a you teach a man you teach a you teach a fish? No, 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 that's not right. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me. Every single time we did something. And in statistics class, it made so much sense. And the teacher was really nice. And I liked how she taught. But I but did. then you go do the homework and it's like, oh, what is this nonsense? Bro, and all the homework that I like just didn't do till the end of the semester. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Bro. And you would have to like sit with me and make me do the homework. <laughs> you got so distracted so easily. You'd like do one problem and then you'd find like some movie to talk about or something. And it's like, no, Eduardo, do the problem for your own sake, please. I know, bro. That was, that was so tragic. And I got like a 69 point whatever in that class. I was hoping I would at least get a C minus. Yeah. I like just missed a, a, a C. <laughs> Man. It is what it is. So. But anyway, yeah. but but back to like what you've been doing to sort of advance yourself in life um, yes. on your goals. I feel like also with writing, I've been trying to read more than I usually do because I've always been a very big reader but lately again with school I haven't had as much time to free read as I wish I did because reading is just one of the best things in my opinion it's just my favorite 
I could read books like you could watch movies. <laughs> I can't even watch movies, so <laughs> you can you can definitely read books better than I can do anything right now. So I went down in the basement and I've just been like looking for all of my old favorite books because sometimes you just need to read something really good and it'll spark an idea or I don't know, it just helps get things flowing sometimes. Yeah. So, you've been reading, you've been trying to learn Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of things. I guess watching things also that inspire me. Like, whether it be, it could be anything, TV shows, movies, just to, like, analyze the writing and see how they do things and learn new techniques. Or just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Because I- sometimes you can just watch some, watch something and you just... Just watching the characters have a conversation, you're just like, oh my goodness, I know what I want to do now. I know how that feels. With the with the newest thing I've been writing, I literally, ha- I've been like creating a playlist on Spotify to help me write that I'll listen to when I write. That's got like tons of songs in it. I like have been guiding my movie watching content to things that like only fit within the sort of like feeling like same, like it's almost like I'm creating a life mood board for for the writing. Yeah. Which That's is, a good idea. Yeah. It's fun sometimes, for sure, to sort of like be like, okay, I'm only going to consume this sort of content that makes me think about this. Mm-hmm. And it can really get the ideas flowing, for sure. Yeah, because it helps you stay in the right mindset. Yeah. One of the things I... Oh, sorry. Continue. Otherwise, your brain just goes from point a to point b to point c and then it just circles and you're like i don't even know what i'm thinking anymore yeah one of the things i heard that was like really good advice recently um was actually on the joe rogan experience so i would bring some of this knowledge to 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 this podcast because I think it was very valuable uh, what I heard and it made me like sort of rethink how I approach a lot of things um, that I do creatively and it's that you have to set yourself up in life so that way and get in the mindset that that is just what you do like if it's a job like if it's a 9 to 5 you go okay in life, I am this. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend time doing and crafting this. And that is, and I'm going to create, essentially schedule my life so it works around that, right? So you go, okay, okay I want to be a writer. I want to be a photographer. I want to be a filmmaker. You already are those things. So now what you have to do is spend your time actually doing your job. And you just kind of very good mindset to have. Yeah, and you just kind of have to get into the mindset that this is what you do, right? That that's just what you do. Now, that's what you do. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. When I heard that, I was like, "Wow, that's a very like interesting approach to it that I've never really like heard before." But I, it's it helps a lot to just like kind of get into the mind. Like if you're pretending like I already do this for a living. And then you're just kind of like, when you're in that mindset, you're just kind of like, my life depends on me doing this. Right. It helps keep the motivation up. Exactly. And that helps. It helped, believe me, it helped a lot because I did it for like 
after I heard that, I was like, okay, let me try doing that right before like school totally like consumed my life. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like, and this is something I saw recently, like only a couple of weeks ago and I was watching it and I was, and I started doing it and I was like, wow, this has made things like so much easier. Like to just be like, to wake up and be like, okay, today I have to do X. Right. And then tomorrow I have to do X again. And then I have to do X every day for the rest of my life if I want to survive. Yeah. And it like really helps. And it's just like, I am this and this is what I do. If I'm not doing this, then I'm not that. So. It's a good idea. I'm going to start trying that. Yeah, you should. It, it, it like, it's weird because you don't want to see things as a job, right? But when you take the approach of like, it's your responsibility like it is a job, it work like it's almost like you're tricking your brain into <laughs> into making it be into being like, okay, this is in your best interest <laughs> to do this thing. It's like you have to. You have to, and it works really well. Um, it's definitely something I I encourage people to try. It's something I'm definitely, you know, I'm I'm finishing up school this week, so it's definitely something I can get back into the mo into the zone of doing. I'm gonna try and start myself off doing that again on Monday. Right. Because I do a lot of things like I write, I make videos and I do podcasts. So It's like, OK, Eduardo, you are a podcaster, filmmaker and a writer. All of those things. You are that. That's what you have to do now every day. Exactly. This is this is your new assignment. Yeah. And your productivity will, like, schedule. Yes. And it will really shoot up. And you have to. But they're also you have to maintain other things like you have to maintain yourself, too, at the same time. Like you have to make sure you get enough sleep. You have to make sure you're well rested because <laughs> I know that you're laughing because you never sleep I'm at all. Laughing because I don't do that. I saw the sun this morning. I heard the birds. You literally have to do all of those things. You literally have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in order to keep that productivity up, though. I know that yeah. I've always felt. I know that, like, when I I scheduled, I started setting my alarm for like six thirty in the morning, and I've started getting up and making sure that I do that. And every time I've done that, and I've been well rested, like, and I've made sure that I've gotten enough sleep the night before, I've been like so productive. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the other goal for the end of quarantine: is to actually be- have a sleep schedule. I'm telling you, man, you got to do it. It helps so much. I know. I know. It's just like the nighttime is so peaceful and nobody bothers you and nobody's making noise. Like you can actually sit down and work and do things <laughs> and not get interrupted. <laughs> so it's so hard not to sit up and do things, especially if, like if I'm lying there and I already can't fall asleep because of whatever reason, there could be so many. I can't just lie there and wait. I get, like, restless. And so I'm like, okay, I might as well do something while I'm up because maybe this will help me get tired. And sometimes it works. And then sometimes, like last night, it does not work. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a process. I would just say try it, though. (laughs) And I know, but, like, that's all anybody ever says in it. It still doesn't happen. Okay, well, not try it. You just have to commit to it. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's there's no such thing as try Yoda do or do not that's it do or do not so here's something I ask everybody when they come on because I'm a movie person Mm -hmm. I love movies 
I've asked my last three guests this. So I'm going to ask you this. What were your fa- What was your favorite movie or movies of 2019? Of 2019, I would probably say The Joker, mm. Knives Out, and Little Women. Nice. That's three. My favorite. Those are three very, very good options. Yes. They were really, really good movies. Yeah. I should have said Aladdin just to make you upset, though. Oh, I hate Aladdin. (laughs) That was the worst movie. (laughs) That might have been my least favorite movie that I saw last year. Really? I'm trying to think of... I'm having trouble thinking of what I saw. Oh, Anna. Never mind. Anna was my least favorite movie of last year. That movie was awful. I remember you were so disappointed. Bro, I was excited for that movie, too. And when I left that theater, I was literally like, this is, like, just trash on a on a, on a whole nother level. Right. It's And it's even more disappointing because there are parts of that movie that are so good. But it's mm-hmm. it's so fleeting. <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. That's sad. Oh well. Well. Thank you so much, Nisreen, for being on this podcast. Yes, anytime. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, let the people know what you're working on. Uh, things they can look forward to seeing uh, in the future, and where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at photo album of mine. Um, I think right now the main projects that I have is just for well, that photo challenge that I was talking about, the black and white. I have I'm probably going to finish that up this week. And I'm just going to see what else I can write. I'm in the middle of writing, like, I think a script, a novel. And our our short that we were doing. You're writing a script. Interesting. Yeah. TV script. Ooh. Or a hypothetical TV show script, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. I've never done that before. So the format. I'm still learning how all that works. Hey. Well, hopefully it's good. There's tools out there for you to do it well. It's a great Google Doc add-on that I found that does it really well. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that story. Nice. I've um, been working on it for, I think, this whole, since the beginning of the semester. And it's coming along slowly, but I think it has some potential. So I'm excited. Nice. Well, thank you guys for listening. Super happy to have Nisreen on. It means a lot that she was willing to come here and do this. Um, Always. It's, it's fun. <laughs> uh, as for the rest of you guys, follow her at photo underscore album underscore of underscore mine. Uh, great Instagram. She takes beautiful photography. Uh, you guys would love it. I definitely enjoy it. I love seeing posts from her. Um, as for us, Follow us everywhere, Spotify, Apple, Truth, Justice, and the podcast. On Instagram, we are AGD Films uh, because 
Truth, Justice, and the Podcast is a subsidiary of A Good Death Films. Um, you can find me at Cat Duardo, C-A-T-D-U-A-R-D-O on Instagram. Um, and Ed Talks Film, E-D-T-A-L-K-S-F-I-L-M on Instagram. And uh, you can listen to our sister podcast, Couple Critique, uh, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, Um Please listen to that. We did a really great episode uh, recently that if you're listening to this, you probably already heard it because it was previously uploaded on here. Um, So look out for just more episodes like that on there. Uh, There are sister podcasts. Really appreciate the support um, from over there. And yeah, hopefully you guys have a great quarantine. I have great interviews coming up. Don't you worry. Um, I'm really excited about one of them in particular. Uh, that hopefully is happening this week. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And once again,